hear that squealing guitar, you know what that means. It means it is Thursday night here for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. Yeah, he is. Feel the excitement in his in his in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, Jacob yeah. Craig. <laughs> you wanna, I love being me. You want to introduce our guest for tonight? Yeah. Oh, and of course you you <laughs> the internet's gonna crap out the minute I uh, he goes. Heard to say from something. the Hattiesburg scene. Please welcome the lovely Jay Corley, everybody. Hey, wait, 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 wait! You're gonna have Yay! to do that. You're gonna have to do that over again because you completely like just stopped. Like there was a hiccup in the internet. Really? I, yeah, your your hamster stopped working for a minute. Or oh, I meant your oh, brother. God damn it! Your your other your twin yeah. brother that you keep outside on the treadmill to keep. Jared. <laughs> All right. So please. Uh. Welcome our guest, a very good friend of mine and Jason's, a talented comedian from the Hattiesburg scene. Please give a warm welcome to Scotty Corley, everybody. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I don't of remember course, man. The, the last time I saw you. It's... Oh, geez. Um, it was Juke Joint. Yeah maybe february it was, it was like a performance or two right after the roast that we had hmm. um but yeah it was the juke joint i don't remember the set i had but i knew people were laughing so i must have done good yeah <laughs> yeah i think it was around february or something like that um you know this is gonna be a fun podcast man we love shows like this where we get to talk to someone that we're actually friends with and just catch up on shit Oh, I know. I was uh, catching up with you a little bit the other day. I was trying to figure out what it was like at the comedy scene down there. Um, I have to yeah. be honest with you. I haven't checked it up up here. Um, they they went back to open mics. And the first week I went to open mics, my like great Dane had a big old seizure. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, my I'm God. Take care of her. Yeah, that sucked. And then um, I was like, okay, well, now I have a whole week. I can create some good stuff. And I don't know about y'all, but, like, during mine just went. Yeah. And I couldn't write any sets. So I was trying to go back into my old sets. And then all the uh, the COVID stuff was starting to rise up again. I was like, I don't know if I want to come. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I, I kind of felt the and, same way during quarantine. It's like time was weird like it still is like this year is going by really fast but at the same time it feels like march was years ago and i can't come up like with anything new yeah i couldn't come yeah. up with any sets like my mind was like and i told you all this like it just started coming up with like these little like illustrated book ideas and so i started making those instead of my set and that's how i've been getting through uh quarantine yeah it's fun it talk really about fun. that a little bit what kind of uh what kind of books you've been writing i'll show you some this is the first one i did and this is called oh no raisin loves eating poop <laughs> <laughs> this is based off a true story i have a dog named oatmeal raisin he's waiting outside my door right now and 
he will not stop eating the, the poop in the litter boxes. So I was just like, I made a whole story on that. And then <laughs> it led to this one called Booty Duty about a little boy who could. <laughs> a little. <laughs> It's about a little boy who couldn't stop spanking people's butts. <laughs> Jacob, it's comes about from you. Personal experience as well. Yeah. Is that uh, is that autobiographical? <laughs> Semi. <laughs> Semi autobiographical. Yeah. What is it with dogs and wanting to eat cat poop? Like I used to have two big dogs a couple years ago, and they used to eat cat shit all the time. Like it was like a treat. It's because there's protein in it. Ew. That's why. <laughs> they eat the protein and the poop. That's gross. Dogs are shit. Yeah, my boyfriend uh, is the animal expert, so that's I, I asked him that myself. I was like, it's disgusting. He's yeah. like, well, they need the protein. Well, don't you guys have a protein. pig, too? Two pigs. Two. two oh, pigs I got to talk to y'all about these pigs. All right, because I always have stories. So these two pigs, these can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. These two motherfuckers, what they did is they kept on going to the neighbor's yard. And um I find out because there's like little slivers where nothing's pinned into the ground. So they go underneath the fence and go into the neighbor's yard. And um I had him come over one time and his dogs were grabbing one of my pot belly's ears and ripping them off. Oh. And uh, oh. I didn't really care he's a butthole. And he he said, <laughs> well, he was nice. Like, though the pig was nice until he took my Chawini and tossed it against my house. And then my dogs went after it. And I was like, okay, well, then he deserved it. <laughs> and now he doesn't have any ears. It's really fun. Ow. That's kind of sad. And then we thought the other one, and we thought the other one, um, that, that, that pig's name is Benjamin. And this other one that Brandon aptly named Noel Sugar Baker because he was on a Designing Women Fix. <laughs> it's the gayest fucking name I've heard for a fucking pig. Uh, Wait, your boyfriend's gay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to turn them first, so I was gonna say naming your pet pig what is it, Noel Sugar Baker? Oh god, that's gay. That's gotta be the, the most southern gay thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it is. It is. And um Noel Sugarbaker started following in Benjamin's footsteps and she started going over there too and now she's missing. So hmm. I can't get my piggies under control. Were I they... do my best though. Well, if they're outside barbecuing my... some uh, sausage, then you know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's the saddest look and then just yeah <laughs> oh man 
I, you know, the best night that I, I, I think we had as far as comedy was the uh, the roast. And me and Scotty. I'm sorry, had to, y'all are kind of glitchy. Uh, glitchy? Um, everything's fine on my end. You guys sound fine for me. Yeah, it might just be internet. Yeah, probably. Can you see us all right? Are we, you know... Is everything okay? Yeah, you sound fine. Are we frozen? It's probably... uh, What's up, Wally? Wally's in the chat room right now. Wally! It's probably that Hattiesburg internet. (laughs) Oh, there it goes. We just lost him. What's going on? Uh, we can hear you, but we can't see you. I'm going to pause for a moment. And we're back. We had a little uh, internet hiccup. But uh, I was talking about to, about the uh, the roast that we did. That was the last big thing I think we did together before we had... You, did, yeah, you came last- to one more open mic, and then, of course, the pandemic hit. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! There he goes. Uh, we lost him again. Don't do this to me. There goes my hero. <laughs> we want to talk about my roast, Scotty. <laughs> well, Wally said his cat's name was the joke. Me, <laughs> Taylor. Who the hell is Mesach Taylor? What? What was? What roast? What joke? Oh, Wally was. No, we were just talking about. Well, this is going well. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. This is going to go on our other podcast called Technical Difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. It's just clips of, of, you know, people having technical difficulties. It's in them. I will say this about the roast, and if uh, the podcast can hear me, I really am proud of myself because it was me and Carolyn Lucas. uh, God bless her. she and I came from Hattiesburg and we were like the two, like, I mean, there was people from Mobile, but like to come down there and to rank how we ranked in that roast was, I felt like that was really accomplishing. I really yeah. And I loved, yeah. I just loved the whole night in general. Yeah, because you beat me I in the semifinals. I did not expect to get second place though. Yeah, I was about to say, you went on to the finals, you lost to, uh, to Jade. Uh, there's, I mean, there's no shame in that. You won the whole thing. Uh, we lost him again. So, oh, he hung up on me. <laughs> Wally said that Misach Taylor tripped over the cord, him. and Misach, Miss, is that how you say it? Misach Taylor. He said he was on Designing Women for fuck's sake. I don't know. I never watched Designing Women to know people's names on the show. Wally, why do you know why that? Why do you know that, Wally? <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about. I'm so lost. Misak. Well, I can tell you about Misak. Misak is hanging low because it's <laughs> it's very humid right now. <laughs> well, you can watch Designing Women if you want, Wally. There's nothing wrong with watching Designing Women. My mom watched it. That's the only reason I knew about that show. All right, Scotty, you back for good now? I'm back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. What were we talking about? We were talking about the roast battle. Yeah. 
the roast battle. Yes. Um, I was really proud of myself because like me and Carolyn, we came out of town. Like, I, I feel like y'all and Mobile, like y'all know each other pretty well. And then we were just starting to immerse, which that's what sucks about this quarantine is like, we were just starting to come down and like immerse yeah. with y'all. And I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I got second place. I'm not trying to rub it in y'all's faces, but <laughs> I mean, I feel really proud of myself for getting that far. Yeah. Things were really starting. I don't remember to... any of the roast jokes. So. Things were really yeah. starting to pop off before the freaking pandemic hit. Like everything was going good down here, man. The scene was growing. Everybody was getting along. We were doing shows everywhere. And mm, damn pandemic. Oh, and I do want to say rest in peace, Carolyn, too. Uh, she was yes. one of, she was Scotty's pretty much your best friend. And uh, she was a really, really funny comic. I didn't really get to know her all that well. You know, I, I knew her as as a comedian and as kind of an acquaintance but when when she died that was a blow man because we didn't really expect that at all so rest in peace carolyn yeah god damn it yeah we lost you know again. No, debbie you ain't doing this again <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's crazy how someone like that can just I mean, she was she was such a cool person. It's like she impacted my life a lot in the yeah. very short time I knew her. Man, it's like I I took it pretty hard when she passed away. Yeah, we all did. It, yeah, and she was so funny, man. Yeah, it was very sudden. It was very abrupt. And like you see comedy partners all the time. You know, you got those British comedy sketch shows where you see these comedy partners all the time. We were getting there, and then it was just ripped yeah. hard. And so, um, I know other people took it hard, but I mean, I took it pretty hard too. It was very abrupt, um, but I did enjoy the time that we had together. And uh, yeah, um, I remember that week we didn't even do open mic. We really just went to the porter. And like other comedians were coming up and we were just like, listen, we're literally just going to be kind of like toasting her tonight. Yeah. But if you want to. Discord, come on, man. We lost him again. <laughs> That's all right. It'll sort itself out. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm not cutting any of this out either. So you it's just said go that raw. this normally ha <laughs> this glitch normally happens a little bit. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Well, people who use mobile devices, it, it happens a lot because yeah. uh, we did the episode with Jimmy, and, and it was happening. Yeah, mo me. mobile seems to not do well with Discord. So. Yeah, I don't know why. Sorry, guys. might have to tell our future. Sorry, guys. podcast guys. <laughs> That's okay. You're fine, bro. But um, <laughs> anything else you guys want to throw out? Because I'm honestly, I'm excited to get to the top five. I don't know if I'm going to take place. <laughs> I'm going to participate. But I'm excited Why to get to participate. Because I, I wrote a fucking list. I don't really know I what to so say. Excited. I don't really know what to say. Like, I don't really understand it. So I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to hear what you 
Scotty has to say. <laughs> well, if y'all want to, we can go ahead because I got my cards right here. So I, I have my little cheat sheet right here to do my top five. And I'll just make stuff up on and the spot. And I'm ready I to guess. roll. Huh? Right. Yeah. Oh, I was supposed to make stuff up. Uh, no, I, I'll, I'm gonna make. No, it. no, Jason, Jason's gonna make shit up. Yeah, because we I, can talk for uh for a little longer before we get to the top five. To, yeah, I'm just excited. Uh, fill out that time. Then let's but, do uh, it. Is he frozen again? But, um, yeah, a little bit. No, I'm here. Uh, uh, I'm freezing up. <laughs> You're frozen on the best face ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, I I know what you look like when you orgasm uh, now, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am attracted to dead bods. Oh, hey, 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 hey! Oh, I got the shirt on today too, dude. Do you... Even during quarantine, you're wearing that. <laughs> do you That's all I wear. Shirt. Do you have a closet of those shirts? Like, kind of like uh... well. You just open it like up, hey it's Arnold? nothing but, yeah, like just dad bod shirts. Or uh, Doug. Yeah. No, but I, I do need to get another one. have one in every color. Because this one, I've worn this one so much that it's starting to crack and shit. So <laughs> I need to get another one. But you I need I, to, like, have. Oh, were you going to say, Scotty? No. I you said, yeah, you kind of need to, like, order, like, in bulk. Yeah. And just have it. <laughs> yeah. I need to get one for, for one for every day of the week. <laughs> a color for every day of the week. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think that... Uh, I, th I think you should be, be very proud of where you ranked in the roast battle, Scotty, because you beat some really good people to, to get there. And, uh, you know, you, you, you beat the organizer of the event, possibly one of the best roasters uh, on the coast. The, the Definitely the most handsome comedian the, the, to ever grace the stage. And I, I think you really should be proud of that. <laughs> well, thank you. You can quit flirting with me. I have a boy. <laughs> That's never stopped me before. <laughs> but uh, what have you... Uh... I, I... No, go ahead. <laughs> what? Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say how amazing that y'all are doing a show like this and a time like this because... A lot of us comedians, I mean, we're, we're still performance artists, and performance artists are always looking for an outlet to express themselves. So, I mean, not only thank you for letting me be on the show, but thank you all for doing this. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. Thank real. you for having me. Oh, Have man. Lemonade. Uh, in this my is my first one. Y'all busting my cherry. Ooh. Your first podcast ever? Yes, y'all my Ooh. first podcast ever. Yeah, I think this is like my 2,000th or something like that. It's 2,000. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot. That's exciting, though. You got the experience. Yeah. All I Does have it feel is um, a pair of earphones and a smartphone. <laughs> Does it feel it's as good as the experience. first time, Jason? Um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it feels like the first time. Yeah, this is like my this is literally my twelfth podcast. I've only guessed it on two podcasts before we started our own. I love doing podcasts. Oh, awesome! 
I just wish yeah. I had more stuff to. I like listening to. Uh... I just wish I had more more stuff to talk about because, like, it, with the world the way it is right now, like nothing's going on. It's like yeah, everyone's every, at a standstill. I feel like I'm in uh, Groundhog Day. Like every day is the same. I wake up, I go to work, I come home, right, and watch TV or you know. The only way I can keep track of the days of the week are what podcast I have to do or what stream I have to do. That's how I I track the week. You fucking loser. Yeah. I, I still don't know what day it is. <laughs> so uh, before we get to our top I, five. I work as a. I, what do you work at? You work at a library, right? I do work at a library. I, so I take that back. I do know what day it is when I go to the library and I find out what day it is on the computer. Hmm. Yeah. It sounded so stupid. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know what day it is when I see it on the computer. <laughs> so before we get to our top five list, Scotty, uh, talk a little bit about how you actually started comedy and why you started comedy. I started stand-up at a very late age. Um, when I moved down here to Mississippi, I was not happy. Um, I was broke. I was living with my parents, and I just turned 30. And Perfect comic. Um, I was trying to find an outlet. Of perfect formula. Yeah. And I... Um, found out that Hub City Comedy was doing open mics. So um, I actually kind of dived into it a little bit when I was in, living in Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth. I uh, went to a couple open mics at the Dallas Comedy House. And um, then when I moved down here, I was like, okay, well, let me give it a go down here too. And when I did it down here, that's when I really blossomed. Um, I didn't think I did well the first time. Um, but when I did, like, there were, like, some of the regulars and even the hosts was like, yeah, you need to come back and do this more and you'll hone your skills, trust me. Um, this was before I met uh, Joe Carlisle, which I know you all know. Um, this was around 2000. 14 and um i started doing stand-up and i started really getting into a groove and i started writing again i started feeling good because i literally um solved all my problems with comedy like when i wasn't feeling quite well in high school i would go to my other theater kids and act out all the Saturday Night Live sketches that were on that Saturday mm -hmm. to make them laugh. And it just made me feel good. So um, I worked this back around to modern day. Um, so when I was finding myself in another rough spot again, this time I, um, I never did stand up, but I always loved going to watch that and watch, um, improv i'm heavily into improv um i did that when i was in college too and uh i always gone back to comedy whenever i just found a problem and so um 
when Joe entered the scene, he was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to need you to start hosting these things. I want you to get a groove on because I really think you're a great comedian. And since then, it kind of pushed myself to get out. And because of Joe Carlisle, I went to the coast. And well, Carolyn Lucas as well. But I went to the coast because um, I continued with comedy. And I really hope I still do it, even though I kind of have kind of a writer's block when it comes to stand up. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that. I mean, <clears throat> you'll you'll definitely get past it. I mean, the best comics have writer's block. Not everybody can have you know this giant backlog of material right off the bat. Like it, it, it definitely takes a lot of time for everybody. But that's crazy to me yeah. that you you went straight from open micer to open mic host. That that is a yeah, huge um, jump that you did. Well, what happens is is whenever you kind of like keep going to the open mics after a while and we're a very small uh, crew at Hub City Comedy. The longer you're there, the more notification you get and um, you kind of immerse yourself with the other people. And when you start immersing yourself with, you know, the ones who have been there longer, um, you kind of get like invites to, hey, I'm out right now. Uh, you host for me tonight. And that's how I got like into it. And I dig hosting. I really dig hosting because what it used to be is like me sitting at a bar table, twiddling my thumbs, just like, it's my next set. I'm going to say, what's my next set? Oh, they're saying something. <laughs> oh crap. I'm nervous. But when I'm hosting, for some reason, I'm not nervous. Yeah. I have so much fun. Right. I mean, it, it kind of puts a lot more but, pressure on other people. It does. Um, but even as a host, sometimes if you don't have a set yourself, you can still be a really good MC and still be able to connect with your audience and other fellow comics just by being a really good MC. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. But also, other than stand-up, like like I said before, I was immersed with improv, and I love improv, and I love writing, and I think the point of the matter is I'll eventually be able to go back to stand-up. But um, there's other ventures that I'm going to explore. Like, I want to, like, write some comedy plays and stuff. And I've done a sketch comedy before. That was really fun. Hmm. Um, can I talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right after I got out of college, this was like 2010 and, uh, I decided. Oh, we lost him again. He decided to hang up. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> I... <laughs> My phone was like, you're getting a little too egotistical. Let me shut off the phone. <laughs> um, 
So around 2010, um, I was, it was a few months after my graduation and I was getting a little lonely and bored in Texas. And I uh, decided to get some of my old improv friends together to do a sketch show. And I wrote some sketches. I wrote, I wrote about maybe three fourths of the sketches, but the other fourth was like from my improv friends who are musicians. One of them, uh, even uh, I, his name is Matthew Cotts. He um, was kind of like behind the cult sensation in New York right now called um, Puffs, which is that musical on Hufflepuffs. Really? And um, we did like a big old sketch show and I promoted it and everything in the heart of Arlington, Texas. And that was my last like true like original stage comedy and being in quarantine made me think about that a lot really love to go back to that i've done um uh, um, improv a few times but honestly it's it's a whole different skill set man like and it's it's intimidating to do it first couple of times i never did it enough to where i actually eventually got comfortable doing it i mean i would like to because it's one of those things that i feel like i could be good at if i really uh just started doing it and kept doing it but i don't know i just i I, it was really intimidating Uh, doesn't new orleans have uh comedy sports i think they do i think so they do they have some they have some pretty good uh, improv classes. I took a class at Comedy Sports in Los Angeles, and that really helped me shape how I would do improv. Um, of course, like they always tell you that rule, like don't deny, but they don't really tell you why to not deny. And um, it's pretty much you don't want to shut down the people around you because then you shut the connection that you created with people around you and the audience yeah and i took that with me especially to uh when i started hosting because you can't just go around and be shutting down uh audience members yeah and trust me when i see when i see it happen you'll see me in the audience making a face like this because like <laughs> that's my improv face going oh you just shut that person down you're not supposed to do that <laughs> <laughs> but it is intimidating and it is and it's very like thrown to the wool um but so was when i did a stand-up for the first time um i mean guaranteed i kind of went to an open mic first and didn't even put my name on i just watched the show and then i came the next week i did it then and i did it then i kind of feel like i had a good set but I mean, I think if first time comedians are listening to this, you're not going to have a perfect first set. You yeah. It's always something to work on. Because I, I, I have a lot of friends and people that, <clears throat> you know, ask me about comedy and uh, what it, because they want to do it, but they're kind of too scared to do it. And I always tell them, like, well, just come out, you know, watch us do it one night. And eventually, I'm going to kick you in the butt to make you get up there and do it. It was like Wally 
First time he ever yes. did it was because I made him do it, <laughs> you know, like, and I have a couple of friends that have been coming to, you know, the past couple of weeks to open mic and stuff that want to do it. And I'm just like, you know, one of these nights, you're just going to have to get up there, just write up five minutes of stuff that you think is funny and just get up and do it. And if you bomb, what's the worst that could happen? You're like, well, I tried that and I didn't yeah. like it. I, I, I think there's so many different kinds of comedy out there that when somebody tries to do it for the first time, they're like, oh, well, I need to be like this. And it's like, no, do what you think is funny. Yeah. And eventually, sure. the more times you come, then you'll be able to mold that. And the problem isn't to get somebody on stage. It's after they do it for the first time to get them to come back yeah. because if they don't have a good set, then they're embarrassed and they don't want to come back. And it's like, dude, you're actually pretty decent. Just like come back, get it, get on a roll. And, and, uh, you'll be able to mold your, and find your humor. Like I'm still trying to find, I'm still like finding my signature, yeah. like calling people Debbie took a while <laughs> it took a while but it got there but you know the thing is is that you if you if you can talk somebody into getting up there and doing it because it is a very scary thing to get up in front of people and talk and even if you bomb you know for the and you don't even have to do a full five minutes i mean that's just kind of the standard like you can get up there and just do two, three minutes. And even if you bomb the entire time, as long as you can just, if you can land one laugh, one good laugh, that will drive you to come back again. You know, cause like, all right, I got that one laugh. So I, I, I got to get more laughs and that kind of what drives us. I agree with you, Jason laughs. Also, I want to add in there charm because even if you just have a story that isn't, out loud funny if it's charming yeah i can connect with you and i want to hear more from you exactly yeah and you like like i said it doesn't even necessarily need to be jokes some of my favorite comedians and and uh you know um spoken word people are just people that just get up and just tell stories in a funny way you know, not ever. It, not, it doesn't even necessarily need to be that funny of a story as long as you're telling it in a funny way that's even more charming, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of spoken word, we um, actually had someone do a spoken word at an open mic once. Oh, yeah? And I really enjoyed it. Um, he was talking about potato chips or something. <laughs> and... <laughs> it was we good, this man but I never saw him again. Right now. I never... I know, I... I, if I ever see him again, I'll be like, you, I want to see your potato chips bit again. It was really fun. It was really fun. And he was like, nobody laughed. I was like, uh, I was entertained. You were talking about potato chips. I was hungry. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to hear what Scotty has to say for the uh, the top five tonight. So. Jacob, I'm going to let you explain what the top five is tonight before we go into it. 
Oh, pussy. Um, the, so our top five for tonight is our top five reasons I like straight people. I, look, it, it might be a little awkward because me and me and Jason are, are the aforementioned people that are straight. But we're gonna have we're yes. gonna have this conversation. We're gonna talk about it. And and Scotty, I wanna I yes, because I do want to talk about this. I do want to talk about this because. When you first told me that I need to make a f- top five list, you were like giving me examples, and you were like, "Well, you're in theater, so give me like a top five musicals, or give me some top five LGBT things." And I was like, "Okay." So I went through lists, and I was just like, "I can't. I can only think about straight people." <laughs> so. <laughs> Like I was like top five LGBT comedians. I was like I'm pretty much just gonna list all the ones that have a Netflix special, and that's it because that's all I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I did get compared to Billy Eichner, which I mean, I don't see it, but he is really funny. Appreciate. I can see that you're yeah. you're like a, a a much less angry Billy Eichner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much less angry. <laughs> yes, you're tr- you're you're charming Billy Eichner. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would say that. So what's your what's your number five reason you like straight people, Scotty? Well, number five, uh, uh, the reason why I like straight people is that they can get each other pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about that when I have sex. So I, I feel pretty good about that. Of course, I still wear a condom. Though. Hmm. Hey, that makes that makes one of us. <laughs> this is a true quote from my mom, and she said this once. She goes, "Scott, I'm so glad you're gay because you don't have a kid right now." I was <laughs> like, "I don't want to touch women. That's gross." Oh. And this came at a time where, like my family was kind of becoming like a stereotype and like everybody was getting babies like before they got married. Mm-hmm. So my mom was just frustrated. She goes, Scott, I am so glad you're gay. I was like, thanks. <laughs> you know, that's, that's true. Women are gross. <laughs> they, cooties. they do have cooties. Did you know they have cooties? They do have cooties. Well, I'm 12. Well, I don't know if you know this, but um, if you create a circle and then a circle and then two dots, then you have a cootie shot. So if anybody gets any comedy lessons tonight, <laughs> you're welcome. I'll keep that in mind. Scotty mm. gave us the cootie shot recipe over here. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to go next, Jason, or no. do you want do you want me to go so you have time to make shit you, up? You go. Uh, you go first. All right. You know, my number five reason I like straight people is some of my best friends are straight. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's often used as an excuse. Like, I can't be homophobic. Some of my best friends are gay. It's the same same logic here like i i can't hate straight people some of my best friends are straight um let's see i <laughs> i have a toleration 
I'm trying to think of what. (laughs) When I first started in um, comedy, one of the few things that would get people like riled up laughing is like some straight person in the audience would do, would heckle me and say something stupid. And then I would just shut up reader. And, (laughs) and it got laughs. And then one time I had someone go, I am offended that you called me. It's like uh, try being called a faggot for four years in high school. (laughs) Tell me that you're getting offended for being called a fucking reader. True. I actually did try that in high school and not by choice. Hmm. You tried Debbie's? Wait, what? No. Everyone thought I was gay in high school. Hey, at least you experimented. Hey, at least you ate your vegetables. I like little Debbie's. If that if that counts. <laughs> you know my favorite, yeah. favorite little Debbie's are Jason. Hmm. The oatmeal creams. No, man. The brownies. The cos- I don't have a joke. They're just my favorite. Cosmic brownies are the best. Because you eat the Cosmic little... brownies are pretty. Yeah, though. you eat the little candies off the top first, and then you I eat the brownies. Cosmic. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Oh, you out. sociopath. What? Eating no, the- I, I eat the whole thing, and I just crunch for the sprinkles, no, you know? dude. You got to eat the little sprinkles first. You're You're insane. You're There's psyched. also donut sticks. I like some donut sticks and coffee. Dude, donut sticks and donut coffee. Donut sticks are, are not even inventive. <laughs> Those are just like the extra scraps in the little Debbie factory. And they're like, we'll just turn them into stick. Yeah. <laughs> but I still like them, though. They still taste we'll good. Turn them into stick. Uh, what's, what's your number okay. five, Jason? Have uh, you made something up yet? Monster truck rallies. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing to scare a gay with it's monster truck that's all i can think of that should be in your top five reasons you like rednecks yeah well that too <laughs> all right what's your number four Although i Scotty? think maybe gravedigger was a homo maybe maybe a little bi Maybe. He definitely experimented in college. With, with Bigfoot. So, uh, what's your number four, Scotty? Alright. Number four is... They're not uptight on time to pass human rights laws. That got a little political, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like getting them to get married. Okay, sure. Let's have a drink first. (laughs) Oh, we lost him again. I hate you, Discord. All right, we'll wait till he gets back. I know. I think we're probably getting wiretapped now because I'm talking about the gay agenda. Probably. <laughs> That's okay. So we, do I, let me. Do you want me to repeat number four again, or did uh, did it get? No, we got it. <clears throat> okay, cool. All right. So yeah, they're not on. So, 
Was that all you had to say about that, Scotty? Oh, I mean, I mean, it just doesn't pertain to just gay people, but I mean, gay people are part of that. And I just thought it was humorous, political, and a little bit facetious. And now you got the NSA on our backs. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, not a problem. I'm so glad that you're being wiretapped. <laughs> That's right, okay. Hey, hey, you got another fan. Yeah. Yeah. Support us Yay. on Patreon, NSA. Yeah. <laughs> you can donate. Sponsor What's us. What's his name? Uh, Edward We're Snowden. We're getting a call in from Bob Smith. What yeah. does Bob Smith have to say about this? <laughs> what about so, you, Jacob? What's your number four? My number four reason I like straight people, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good reason. We have him. You I'm going to go see the new... I'm going to go see that new um, Bill and Ted movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. But it's like, you know, you you guys have Neil Patrick Harris. You got you got RuPaul. We got Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I mean... So I think it's a fair, a fair shake. Because, you know, all those times that uh, RuPaul had amazing... Uh, movies with sandra bullock which i love <laughs> hmm let me see what my number yeah four. that's uh all right i got one <laughs> what you got no my number four is deep sea fishing rodeos <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Jason's doing top five reasons he likes Redneck. Because <laughs> that's two in a row. Well, uh, that's what... It, it sounds like a list that a father is trying to connect it with his gay son with, but it's like attempting to do his best, but the son is just like, I want a Barbie. Just give me a fucking Barbie. It'll be good. Uh, no, son, we're going to a deep sea fishing rodeo. <laughs> Give me a Barbie. I'll just tie her to a rope and I'll make her CD dive. C, <laughs> C dive. <laughs> I'm straight and I don't want to go to a deep sea fishing rodeo. Who does? <laughs> that sounds like a horrible that event. That does not sound fun at all. I so, feel like I'd be used for bait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's uh, what's your number three reason, Scotty? Okay, I think you're gonna really like this one. Okay. Number three, why I like straight people? They have the tackiest Hallmark-approved Trouble in Paradise romance novels with titles like Fresh Eggs on Karen Street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I say that because um, when I was working at the library, I thought it was really funny. This happened like a couple weeks ago. Like this patron came in and this patron was very entitled. And it was really funny is that they actually live on Karen Street. Mm. And then I just started creating like a um, very um, – Hallmark novel type story called Fresh Eggs on Karen Street. Hmm. And it's with Olivia St. Clair. 
and she rents her guest house out to Tank, and he's always shirtless because he has a sweaty, he has a sweat problem, <laughs> but he has all these muscles, and she wants to be a chicken lady, uh, egg lady, but her chickens keep on getting eaten by a fox. So like Tank helps her by trapping the fox, but then they injure his leg, so they nurse the fox back to health, and they fall on. Henceforth, fresh. I would pay good money. Scotty Corley, (laughs) July 16, 2020. That that would be um, amazing, and I will be charging. (laughs) I always thought, like, if I was an author uh, and I did stand-up things on the road, that would be a thing I can sell would be books. But I would probably do digital books because I didn't want to be, like – putting my books out on a table and then somebody just like reads it for 15 minutes and then says, no, I don't want it. Like, I want you to pay for it before you find out that it's going to suck. <laughs> uh, just like buying a ticket to see me do stand up. <laughs> uh... Speaking of which, you can see me and Jason at Fur Pets August 1st and 2nd. Yeah. It's it's free though, so you're not getting gypped. Yeah. So what are we at? You number three. This... Number three. Right yes. Now? Yeah. yeah. My gotta... my number three reason that I like straight people, we make cute babies. We do. We make very cute babies. I've I've never seen two gay people make a straight uh, a cute baby. <laughs> uh... <laughs> this is an adorable face. Uh, oh my god i have to say that the gay gene is a passive trait if you are heterosexual it just passes along so sorry but you're a little bit gay Hmm. i was made by gay people (laughs) i never denied that i wasn't a little bit gay um let's see Uh, oh if uh if we didn't have straight people then we wouldn't have the 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 wonderful thing that is peopleofwalmart.com <gasps> i love that website i used to venture on that website back in like was in like the 2000s when yeah. it first came out mm-hmm. like i would watch that and then i would also open a tab for uh pauladinewritingthings.com you ever, you ever heard of that? No. No. Okay, so... Is it very Mark Twain? All this, huh? Is it very Mark Twain? Well, before all the that racist shit that she did, <laughs> um, she was on the Today Show, and um, she looked oh, okay. drunk and did some crazy things. So somebody took frames of that and like kind of like edited her out and made templates so that you can find everyday ordinary pictures and then add Paula Dean on them so it looked like she was writing it. Like, um, <laughs> I'm gay, I don't know my sports well. Um, that guy who was on the Pelicans, I think Anthony was in the name. He was a really tall dude, and he had really big eyebrows. I have no idea. 
Anyway, somebody took oh, his eyebrows I know you're talking and put about. Paula Dean on him. Like stuff like that. <laughs> um, or taking a picture, uh, a frame of Wooderson from Days and Confused and putting <laughs> Paula Dean in the car with him. That was my favorite one. Yeah. I go with number two. Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, number two, the the number two reason I like straight people is they have the best Marvel superheroes. <laughs> oh, um, all the gays have, y'all do, y'all do, because all the gays have is like all filmmakers saying that Valkyrie is bisexual, and that the best homo and Steve Rogers support group from Endgame. <laughs> Y'all don't <laughs> no, remember that, do y'all? No, I, I do remember. Like, I remember that. Like, in the very beginning of Endgame, Steve Rogers in, like, in a support group, and the gay guy's like, I was on a date, and, like, he just sat there crying, and then I cried, too, and I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, that gay guy was actually, gay. that was actually Joe Russo, the co-director of the movie. Wow. Really? Yep, it definitely was. But are you there, Scotty? You're cutting out a little bit again. I think we no, may I'm have... here. Yeah, he's there. Okay. Me and my Android. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm poor too. Uh, we might but, um... have lost him. No, there he is. There he is. I think. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. strong. Hattiesburg strong, just yeah. not the Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I reacted that way, Scotty. I don't know if you could still hear me, because my number two was is almost every superhero is straight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. No. Uh you, that was your number two. Oh my gosh, yeah. great minds think alike. That's great true. But alike. you're you're right. The only gay superhero I can name off the top of my head is Batwoman, and, and I don't. I can't name any any male gay superheroes. I can't think of uh -huh. one. Like they're kind of making like female superheroes at least a tad bit bisexual, or giving them a gay vibe like uh, Captain Marvel. But like there aren't. Uh, yeah, Val Valkyrie is actually bisexual in the in the comic books. Yeah, we need to see it in the movie too. Hopefully, we see it in. Uh, what was it? Thor: Love and War. Love and Thunder. Yeah. Love and Thunder. I'm excited for that one because I think Taika Waikiki did a fabulous job on uh, Thor: Ragnarok. I loved that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, that's one of my favorite again, movies, I think, ever. But then again, I like Taika Waikiki uh, stuff. Like, I love, absolutely love what we do in the shadows. I'm going to go off subject a little bit. What oh, we yeah. do in the shadows. I love a good satire. I love that he even did uh, the American, too. Oh, did he? I, I actually didn't know that he uh, still 
like the the series you're talking about yeah the series is uh produced and most of it is written by him and jermaine Clement. like the, at least the storylines are um and they make a special appearance in two episodes like one per season so far that's awesome i actually haven't seen the show i need to look into it i've heard it's really funny it's on Hulu and it's absolutely amazing. Once you start it, you'll probably be binging it. Probably. I'm going to steal my girlfriend's Hulu account. Re- reason two and a half why I like straight people. I'm going to steal my girlfriend's Hulu. So what, what's your to number two? To be honest with you, I stole my Hulu and Netflix from a girl too. So. <laughs> hey. I'm sure she deserved it. Uh, is it my well, turn for I'm number two? Kitty, so. uh, yeah, it's your number two, Jason. Drag racing. <laughs> hey, gays have drag racing too. No, it's I meant just like, a little different. I meant like car drag racing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how cars work. How do they work? Do they go vroom, vroom? I thought that was a cow. <laughs> I, I got nothing else. Uh, I'm scrambling to come up with a number one. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get Are one you by the time it gets here. No, I'm I'm messing with the OBS because for some reason okay. my kilobyte per second keeps going from like 600 to 3,000, and I don't know why. And it's driving me crazy. We've dropped 55,000 frames so far in this uh, in this stream. To get a little tech. Is that good? No, that's not good. That's awful. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know either. This whole this whole episode's gonna go on our technical difficulties podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Oh no. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We'll, I have to come we'll... back when I get technologically advanced. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a plan. What's your number one reason you like straight people, Scotty? All right. Well, the number one reason why I love straight people is they don't use mean girls as a Bible to belittle people because they have their <laughs> own book for that. <laughs> oh, burn. You know- that is a burn for straights, but that's also a burn for gay people. And if any gay people are watching this, quit fucking using Mean Girls as a life reference. It makes you look like a shitty little twink. <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> it's supposed to be an enjoyable Tina Fey comedy, not a Bible for you to be a shitty little homo. And making us look bad. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a cracker. (laughs) You know, you could say the same thing about the Bible. It was supposed to just be a nice Tina Fey comedy. (laughs) And you just took it and ruined it. Yeah. I have one to go to there. None anymore. So my number reason, my number one reason I love straight people is is I'm straight and I love me. Yeah. I am 
I am so proud that you can be comfortable in your own skin. Thank I'm so you. proud that you can come out as a proud straight man. <laughs> and I will march with you with a sign held up high to the sky. I am proud. <laughs> I need another cracker. <laughs> last one I swear last cracker mm. that's fine we have crackers for days on this podcast look at how light me and Jason are <laughs> what's your what's your number one reason you love straight people Jason uh, I guess I would say without straight people there would be no gay people so I guess that yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said before, it is a passive trait. It is a trait that passes through people. Yeah. Jason kicked the ball into that. I was just wanting to sound like a sports. But yeah, that's all I got. I, I, I was going to try to say like monster, uh, not, I already said monster truck rallies, but I was going to say like tractor pulls or something like that. But. I used up all my redneck references. <laughs> cornhole. <laughs> cornhole. Ah, cornhole. Cornhole is definitely a straight person game. Okay, I got a funny you I got a funny straight corn. person story about cornhole. Hold on. Okay, so Oh Lord. <laughs> I was working at the most breeder infested restaurant chain ever, Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh. And Ah, it's my favorite restaurant. And I was working in the bar area, and the bartender that night um, was not happy that she had to work that night. So instead of sucking it up and just being a good worker, she decided to get drunk behind the bar. And then some of the guys outside that were playing cornhole wanted uh, her to play with them, so she did. And so there was nobody behind the bar drink recipes were piling up and the manager went to go out there and I kind of like snuck a peek behind him because he was like four feet tall and um I just saw our bartender who um I kind of call her Fat Dora uh the explorer um Fat Dora was um, kind of like up on a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah, let's do this. And like my manager was like, get the fuck inside. You have a job to do. And she goes, you know what? Not anymore. And that was probably the most like rebellious exit I ever saw of a bartender of a <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Wow. Because of cornhole. Yeah. She did awesome. she did she wasn't allowed to play cornhole anymore, so she went home. Oh she she, was, she played some cornhole later, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, those laurel breeders, you gotta watch out for them. <laughs> oh man, that was up in Laurel. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Laurel. Good old Laurel. As I say as I say, lol. Oh Laurel. <laughs> Mississippi. Well, we are coming up on the end of the episode, Scotty. Thank you for coming on the show, sir. 
and I miss you. Thank you for having me. Miss you a lot. I can't wait till we can all get together again and actually be in the same room. Yes. Me too. Just, you know, everybody out there, practice social distancing and wear a cunt fucking mask, please. Everybody, thank you. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it, wearing a mask is, 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 is I don't, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. So I'm just going to shut up or I'll rant for a half an hour. So. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's all these different kinds of masks, and I wore one, and I didn't like it, so I tried another one, didn't like that, and now I have a very nice breathable mask. It's one of those, like, scarf-looking ones that you can pull over your Yeah. It's breathable. It's comfortable. People can hear me when I talk through it, and, I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So just find a mask, everybody, that makes you feel comfortable, and you'll be good. But you're taking away my rights. Oh, good lord, <laughs> I can't go to the tractor pull if I this can't is, breathe. This is going to be the new second amendment. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Jason. I probably got you talking about it now. <laughs> I can't. How I'm am I supposed sorry. to go to the deep sea fishing rodeo if I can't breathe? <laughs> <laughs> what we get at the library a lot is. The governor lifted the mandate. And I said, to which I say, yeah, but we're a city operation. So he didn't yeah. lift the mandate on that. Hmm. So yeah. you, they have to wear, you have to wear a mask in a library. Plus, also, it's a free market in America. And if a store has a policy and it's private property and a store says that you have to wear a mask in order to enter the building, guess what? You gotta wear a freaking mask to go in the building or go somewhere else. You can't have it both ways. So that's that's my little rant. For and a lot of these places are even offering curbside service. Yeah. Or even, so like, call the business ahead of time to see what kind of services they're doing. Yep. Then you don't have to walk in without a mask and you don't have to have like a, dramatic event that's gonna end up on facebook yeah ah look, yeah look at look at jacob over there he's just like oh god jay's about to get started here he goes, <laughs> here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> i'm buckled in i put my seat belt on <laughs> um but no we oh, need have, to... have you talked about this in another podcast oh i i no. i tend to get mouthy when it comes to political stuff so i try not to do it Ever. All right. Well, I don't want to try and egg you on. So um, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, I'm more than welcome to shut my mouth. <laughs> but anyway, we need we actually need to go ahead and get going. And uh, Scotty, All right. love you very, very much and miss you. And um, yeah. anything Thank you want to want to plug before we get out of here where people can find you on the interwebs? Um, I'm literally just on Facebook being me um instagram at scotty corley um just like the name on here um i don't really have any shows or anything coming up however if you find me on youtube i have posted um videos of me performing these books and i'll eventually perform uh i have a video of this good night debbie 
I'll have that on YouTube soon. So let me look up on but Instagram real quick. <clears throat> Is it Scotty underscore? Corley? Um, oh. I believe on YouTube, I'm just Scotty space Corley. And it's me uh, when I had hair with like a turquoise frame around my face. I found you. Uh, it's uh, on Instagram. <laughs> Is this you with the sombrero? <laughs> Does it say Mexico on it? Uh, let's see. I think uh, I took that from Mark Brooks when I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, this this is definitely you. Yeah, you you got longer hair. Definitely have longer hair in this. <laughs> oh, you do have another one. There Here it is. Scotty Dot Corley. That seems to be your uh recent one. Yeah, this was you just posted a day ago. So it's Scotty Dot Corley. At Scotty Dot Corley on Instagram. If anybody would like to follow you, oh yeah, I'm already following you there, so never mind. <laughs> I'll put I'll put well, a link to the. I am more than welcome to come back on this show if y'all need a filler episode. Okay, Absolutely. I could be your filler bitch. So what about you, Jacob? <laughs> Anything you want to uh, uh, throw out there before we leave tonight? Yes, we do have a sponsor for all of August. Yes. So. Thankfully, we got that put together. If anyone would like to sponsor us for future months, you can email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook, Open Micers. And please like our Facebook page, because once we get to 1,000 likes, we will do something very special. And guys, we have two celebrity guests in August, so you might want to get us to 1,000 likes to we already getting celebrity guests. Yes. And um, the Gmail is openmicerspodcast at gmail.com, right? Uh, yes, it is. I keep forgetting it because I'm going to say that on the way out. Here we go. <laughs> and support us on Patreon yes. because we will have Patreon up this week. Coming up soon, Patreon. And if you'd like to email us, it's openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. And at openmicers, wherever you can find us, like on the Twitters and all that kind of stuff. So tell your friends about the show and bring people over here and tell them about the comedy stuffs.